Hi, welcome to Worldwide Exchange Podcast. We discuss a wide range of topics to exchange unique insights, information, and personal stories. For this week's episode, our members talked about BTS' new comeback. Hello, y'all. This is Wusong, and I'll be your host today. Uh, today, we have Olivia, Chad, and Christina here with us. Uh, and today, we'll be talking about BTS and their recent comeback. We have an avid BTS fan here with us, Olivia. I uh, wanted to ask you, recently BTS came back. What are your thoughts? What are your, what are your initial thoughts on that? So they recently came back with their comeback song, Butter, which is their second English track to come out since Dynamite. Okay. And we were all very excited for this comeback. Me and Christina both. Uh-huh. Uh, we weren't really sure <laughs> what it was going to be like, um, but my first initial reaction was that I wanted to uh, throw myself out a window <laughs> because it was uh, quite an attack on me because it was so good. Um, it definitely gives you kind of like retro kind of poppy vibes. Uh, it's pretty fun and I other than it being a masterpiece I don't really have anything else to say so you mentioned that this is their second track that are written in English right so besides Dynamite Dynamite was the first one you know written in English Uh, and as far as I remember I think Dynamite was composed by a British composer I think a British musician, I think. I'm not sure, but uh, when I was, you know, surfing around the the web, uh, I, I I found out that you know it might be I might be wrong, but I found out that the the song was composed by an English artist. Uh, but you said this is the second time BTS releasing their song in English, and I assume they do it because they're kind of like you know, wanted to gear towards their uh, fandom that are prevalent across the globe. Um, so my my question is. As a person from a country that speaks uh, English as a uh, the first language, if you're like a, a Korean pop artist that you like and release their song in English, do you feel like appreciated? Do you do you do you like it better compared to the ones that are you know uh, released um, written in in Korean? Uh, how, what are, what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question, Wu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love when k-pop artists you know sing in english or like do a cover of a song in english or then they actually come out with just like their own english songs i think it's really fun because then i don't necessarily have to go and like look up the lyrics per se and like translate them um so it's nice to have just the initial like listen i kind of know what's going on but even sometimes when it is in korean i can get the general idea and gist gotcha. um, but i also love when they release just like korean songs because then i feel like it oh, what's what i'm looking for it kind of like spurs on kind of like learning more about the korean culture and the language um just because you're kind of trying to just discover like ah what are they talking about what does this word mean or like what is like the actual meaning of it or does it have like different meanings so yeah 
Because <laughs> okay. uh, for me, I, I, I recently uh, was listening to BTS songs, uh, Dynamite, because it was on the radio. And when I added Dynamite on my playlist, it kind of like automatically added a little bit more um, that were featuring like BTS members. And I found out that Max, the, I think artist Max had an album, uh, a track. And at some point, I think he, you know, sang in Korean, I think. Maybe it was Suga who was speaking in Korean. No, Christina, no. Okay. Just, I just, you know, I was kind of like blown away by the fact that American artists collaborated with a Korean artist and had like, and I assume that the American artist Max, uh, you know, released the track mainly uh, for the American fans first and then maybe go on to the next level and, and target the, the rest, uh, you know, the rest, the rest of the world. But, you know, it was kind of like fascinating to hear Korean lyrics uh, from Max's song. You know, it's kind of cool, you know? Um, because I often hear English, uh, in in Korean artists' songs, especially rappers, right? Um, so yeah, I thought it was really cool. I just wanted to hear your perspectives on that. And how about you, Christina? Like, uh, you are also a BTS fan. You know, you you had your um fair share of <laughs> of supporting uh BTS uh so far, and and I know that you you know loved Dynamite when it came out. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new song, Butter? And also maybe the dynamite and see how like you know oh they release a song in english what are your thoughts thoughts on that um i mean i think they're pretty similar to olivia we uh um, <laughs> we uh both uh cracked open a bottle of wine that was named butter and uh waited for it to come out <laughs> huh. and and uh, had our own little watch party for it so i'd say we're, <laughs> uh, we're pretty excited mm-hmm um but yeah no it was good i really think that the english songs are nice and it's great that the artists are coming out with them it doesn't really matter to me either way whichever they do um because i mean listening to the songs in korean again is just like it's just another language and it's like another just another form of music i guess you know so it's just really nice to be able to connect in that way um, even when you don't understand, because a lot of people will talk about how, you know, like, oh, why do you listen to this? It's in another language. You can't understand them, you know? And I'm like, but music, you don't need to understand the lyrics right off the bat to be able to connect and listen to music and enjoy it. Because um, a lot of the times you're actually, which a lot of, I don't know, this is my own perspective, but um, a lot of the times you're really kind of jiving and grooving with the beat you know, and the rhythm and all that stuff, like that's the language of music. And so that's what you're really connecting with. And that's what kind of gets you hooked. And that's my hallmark quote for the day. But um, yeah, so I don't know, I really enjoy both of them. Thing Butter's got a good, like groovy, funky sound. Queen retweeted it for obvious reasons, because they had took a little bit of influence from them as well. So that was pretty cool. So enjoying both of them, loving it. And yes, I'm going to continue to support them and give them all my money. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a great point. I mean, for me, um, I'm kind of with you on the same, you know, with you on that because I mostly focus on the 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 melodies and the beat. You know, I rarely you know pay attention to lyrics. If I want to like you know ponder upon uh, the deep meaning that are you know conveyed conveyed uh, throughout the lyrics, yes, I will take a look at it. But when I just like you know listening to music. I don't, you know, take out my phone and look at their lyrics and then read it and then, you know, comprehend it, digest it, you know, process it. 
uh, I just like, you know, oh, it's a fun beat. Yay. I'm happy. I'm excited. Hyped up. Right. Um, same thing, you know, when I went to the States, because, you know, although I, I knew how to speak English, I was able to understand English whenever I heard like rap songs. Right. Like uh, designers Panda. I had no idea. I only heard Panda and in my feelings. I only heard Kiki. Um, and, you know, a lot of the songs that I just hear or just I just like, you know, oh, I think they're saying this. But, it, you know, when it turns out, no, I was not able to understand at all. You know, I was getting the wrong idea. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to like, kind of like, if I had like, let's say, you know, I, I, I used to listen to a lot of, uh, uh, Brazilian pop, obviously mm -hmm. I don't speak Portuguese, so I have no idea what they're saying, but let's say if I, if I knew how to speak or understand Brazil, uh, I mean, uh, the Brazilian culture and also, you know, learn how to uh, speak, understand Portuguese, maybe I was like, uh, would it feel better? Or if I imagine like a Brazilian pop artist singing in Korean, would it? feel different you know like I, I sometimes i had to, like i thought about those uh you know questions but it, it never you know i never was able to arrive at like a conclusive answer right so i just wanted to ask um and yeah i just uh, thought it was fascinating i wanted to ask you chad since you you know speak both english and spanish um mm -hmm. are there uh moments when you're listening to a song you know, because Olivia and Christina pointed out they kind of focus on the lyrics. You know, lyrics hold a power uh, towards the fans. For me, right. I'm like half and half on that. But since, you know, lyrics hold a immense power uh, towards their fans as a bilingual person, if you're listening to mm -hmm. music um, that are not in English, you know, mm -hmm. do you kind of like feel uh, different or do you have a different, I guess, reactions to it? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so I, so for me, by the way, I think just think that the whole beats this thing, I, I'm just doing that song in like English. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I, well, how I see it, how I internalize it is that, well, I think what you mentioned song is that like, they're trying to appeal to like a broader audience because English is a global language. It is probably number one global language in the world. Um, well, and countries that we probably don't even know or we don't even like think about you know are learning english cool that they are kind of image of those k-pop groups to people who can understand english because i think it might be easier for those newer people those newer people the newer audience to come in um, but, um then when i hear like bi bilingual or like kind of have both like are you are you asking like about a song that has both languages in there or, so, oh, or I mean, just it like could be it could be both it could be both but um as a person who you know speaks english as your uh native tongue mm. um okay um yeah so, so i guess i kind of like you know like mumbling about you know, not asking the right question. So I'm just going to move on. I'm going to move on. And I'm going to ask you, Olivia and Christina, about, I heard recently um, BTS's entertainment company, Big Hit, they recently merged with an American entertainment company that had Justin Bieber as their artist, right? Um, so I think they're, like, renamed their whole thing, what, Hive, was it? Um, mm -hmm. So now they're, 
you know, becoming really global. And I heard the merger almost costs a billion dollars. Um, to, to yeah, a billion dollars. Can you imagine that? Is oh, it's a lot of money, right? <laughs> um, so, and from from that perspective, um, do you think that it's a natural thing for BTS to you know take it up a notch? You're saying they have their lyrics in English and take it up a notch now, um, because they've merged. Like take them to the like take them like on, on a different avenue or a different path. I think that it is definitely well first of all it's definitely a move it's a move they made <laughs> and I think that if that's the direction they want to go down then that's what they want to do I think well or at least I hope that if they I mean if they want to start producing more songs in English that's great but I think that they, there should be a balance between you know the English songs and the Korean songs because their fan base got huge not because of the English songs they got big because of the songs that are in Korean because it's like k-pop you know and i think that honestly as artists they have the ability to go wherever they want and do whatever they want to do which i also think is fascinating and olivia i would love to hear more of your perspective actually on this because seeing as we just watched uh seeing as we just watched the k-pop evolution documentary on youtube and yeah we when we watched that it was really interesting to see how k-pop evolved and for what reasons and why some of the music got exported and mm-hmm. seeing how the actual music industry developed was really fascinating. And I think after seeing that, I just, Olivia, I want to hear your thoughts about like how that could connect to, you know, this particular question. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons why Hive did that is because they were also in the process of like creating an English boy group to my understanding which is also mm-hmm. really because SM Entertainment is also following the same path and doing the same I don't think that's the only reason why they merged with a larger music company in America but I definitely think they definitely had their business decisions as to why they did that Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of going off of like the, I guess, globalization of the K-pop. Um, I think just like BTS in general, like their whole background and belief when they were making their music was like, we're gonna stay Korean because we are Korean, so we're gonna sing in Korean. Like we don't care if like people don't understand necessarily but like they have come out with two english songs now like because their fan base is so broad and so wide but what was the other part of the question yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, to me i think it's a really important thing um, I, I wouldn't say important, sorry, um, but it's something that I wanted to think about um, as a person who is a South Korean native and, you know, uh, while growing up, I obviously listened to K-pop uh, from that perspective is such a fascinating phenomenon to see how these the, the K-pop stars that, I, that I've seen while growing up 
do so well in overseas, you know, or they have such a success. And, you know, I kind of, I kind of feel, feel weird because, oh, yeah, I, I started listening to shiny music when I was in the sixth grade. And then when I turned like 20 something, I found an American fellow who really is an avid fan of Shiny. I'm talking about you, Olivia, who stays up two in the morning to see Shiny come back, right? You know, I really respect and admire that uh, that passion. Respect, respect. But at the same time, to me, it's a pure fascination, you know? It's just, it's just wow, you know? Like, think about, like, for for example, for you guys, Medina, let's say there's a locally famous person, uh, and then later on you found out that, you know, a locally famous country musician, let's say. And then later I come to you guys and be like, I love this, you know, uh, um, country musician from Medina. That is such a you know, it's fascinating concept to think about, you know. Uh, but now they become actually global, global by merging, by, by you know, uh, merging with a, an American entertainment company and becoming truly global. You know, they're pretty much sharing the same roof as Justin Bieber, you know. That is insane, you know. So... <laughs> Now they're truly global. It just kind of occurred to me that oh, should they stick with you know like English versions because now they're targeting actually really targeting global fans, or should they kind of like go with the Korean lyrics because they pretty much started the whole band by singing in Korean, you know? Um, if that you know from that perspective, since you two have mentioned about the power of lyrics to the fans. From that perspective, yes, it makes sense that they write their songs in English. But if it's not all about lyrics and it's mostly about the branding and their images and the portray or the portrayals they they convey throughout their uh, um, images, or it might be their looks, or it could be you know their melodies and the beat they have in their songs. From that perspective, that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to write their English and uh, they have to write their songs in English. Does that make sense? So I just wanted to see, like, I just want to check your perspectives on, like, okay, now they became global. What what could be their legitimate strategy as a fan, you know, from now on? But uh, I think you know, you guys give me a pretty solid answers with that. With uh, on that, uh, you're about to say something. Yeah, I was gonna say, let me. I want to add something because you were just making me think about this too. I mean, another reason they may be also merging with um, American industry too is, again, there's a difference between the Korean entertainment industry and you know American entertainment music industries, and maybe they want to go. Like I said, maybe as an artist, they want to grow in a different way or develop in a different way. So maybe by you know merging with this kind of with the American industry, they'll be able to do that. Because I know in, um, and please like call me out if I'm wrong, but from what I've interpreted, um, some of the, or the Korean entertainment industry, like the way that they developed it and the way that they kind of see their idols and how idols interact with fans is vastly different than how American artists interact with their fans. You know, they don't do all the fan meetings. They don't do all the stuff on social media. They don't do all, I don't know. There's just like, a very different type of fan culture and interaction and there isn't as much of a focus on like there isn't as much as a focus on the fans you know so artists usually just kind of produce music for themselves and do what they want because it's about their own rep individual representation and like how they can communicate their message to people and then people jump on that band you know they'll jump on their bandwagon Whereas I feel like in Korea, it's a little different. Like people will become invested in these bands, but then they expect them to like, kind of like there's more of a transactional relationship. 
you know, like, because artists will be like, oh, we want to write these songs for our fans. We're so thankful for our fans and all this stuff. Whereas I just feel like, not saying that American artists aren't thankful for their fans, but like, it's just very different, you know, and it's just like a different concept. And so maybe BTS would want to try another, I don't know, just like try something new and maybe go in a different direction. And so that could be a reason why they're merging with, uh, or that whole entertainment industry could be merging with the States. So, mm. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, I think we had a wonderful conversation today. Uh, today we talked about the new comeback of BTS uh, with their new song, Butter. Uh, our team had a wonderful conversation today talking about it, hearing multiple perspectives from one another. So I think it was a meaningful time. Uh, to our listeners, Hope you all have a great day. You know, thanks for listening. And if you haven't checked out our latest episodes or other episodes, please do. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys, have a nice night, day, wherever you guys are. See you guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast series. Our members had a great time talking about BTS's new comeback and their new style of marketing. What are your thoughts? Do you think the boy band should continue releasing their tracks in English? This will be our last episode of season one, but we hope to be back soon to create more entertaining and informative content in the future. Stay tuned for more episodes later on. Thank you.